Yo, Peach, what's up, dude? Hey, man. What are you up to? Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm sorting. I got the hockey and basketball here sorting to put stuff on eBay. It's never, the work, the work is never done. All right, man, right on. Peach, what are you doing? Oh, man, I'm going through all my hats. It's like, what do you do? Like, do you put them in order of, like, basketball, uh, football, or do you put them in order of color? Like, oh, here's my yellow hats, here's my blue hats. Like, oh, I don't know. It's so exciting, though, but I get to them. <laughs> yeah, man, totally. <laughs> Yo, Peach, what are you doing, man? Well, I'm trying to put the orders in this bowl in order of, you know, lightest to darkest orange, but... It's tough because it doesn't look like there was any kind of order here to start with, so I'm just working from scratch. Yeah, no, I didn't order my oranges, dude. We might have a problem here. Yeah, we do. They're not in order, but I'm, I'm working on it. Give me some gimme. Welcome, everybody, to Court Cousins, episode 44. The 44th episode on your 44th year of living. Happy birthday, Jason Pichet, Michael Pichet. JMP, Judge JMP. Yes, it is Peach's birthday. Happy birthday, Peach. Thank you, sir. Uh, it's exciting to be here on my birthday. A few like weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, I started to realize, hey, wait a minute. We're going to do a show around my birthday, and it's going to be show 44 on my 44th birthday. I'd like to say we planned that, but that would have had like <laughs> two years in advance, so we did not. Just an interesting coincidence. Yeah. That's what's fun about life sometimes. And that's why you know it's going to be an above-average show today, ladies and gentlemen. Slightly above average. We've got a good one. Our psychological check-in, of course. We'll do the social media roundup. We're going to bring back. It's the off-season, and it's that time for Peach to dive into the treasure trove of Orlando Magic Cards for Magic the Card Gathering. We're going to welcome in Andy in just a little while for five with the fam. We will review where we are with the Court Cousins Championship for the NBA playoffs. And don't go anywhere. You scallywags, stick around for the large ending. Second Cousins deserve better than to be called scallywags <laughs> on this particular program. They're fantastic. I love them all. And that's a good time to please shout out all of the Second Cousins and the All-Stars on our Patreon. Magic player history, bowl by the dawn. It's not okay, K, to say Okiki, Wiffle, Andy, Dylan Holden, Drum, Raphael Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Bernie Pichet is back, Gloria and Damien, Connor, and Yachty. Timber! But if a tree falls in the forest somewhere in Vermont and yeah. no one's around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. But I worked hard for that Bernie Pichet. Does it make maple syrup? Uh, uh, no, but it might have. Yeah. <laughs> so, it served its purpose. And you may have heard there, we had a new Patreon, Bowl by the Dawn, joined at the all-star level, and he bumped us up to $200. That was our goal. So thanks so much. And now the, the whole point of that goal was to give away more free shit, Peach. Mm. So... We went ahead and put together a prize package. We've got an Orlando Magic hat in there. I think a German flag. Were we able to fit it? It's in there. It's in there. Uh, a pencil, some cards, a koozie. I mean, there's just, if you're a Magic fan, it's going to be nice to just have this show up. And if you're on the Patreon, you've got now an opportunity to win a jersey every month and a Magic prize pack. I mean, what could be better? Just $5. Buy us a beer. It's it's ready. I've We've done the first one. 
Would you like to spin the wheel? We haven't spun the wheel yet. We're going to do this now in real time. I've spun it. Who, who wins? Let's see. It's Bill Fulton. Oh, Bill, congratulations. Wow, he's got a great county in Georgia, and now mm -hmm. he has an Orlando Magic prize pack, which hopefully is much better to him than anything Atlanta-related. <laughs> so, we'll reach out, Bill, and get your contact and send that right away. Thanks so much for the support. Thank you, all of you who are watching, for your support. Uh, if you're enjoying the program and you keep coming back, click that subscribe, click that like. We're almost at 1,200 followers, Beach. That's pretty exciting. It's crazy. We had to really climb to get to 1,000, and now pretty quickly already there. So pretty, On our way to pretty two, awesome. baby. Unbelievable. Thank you very much. Let's get into the show. Before any of the hijinks and hilarity, Peach, I love you, man. You're my cousin. It's your birthday. Today of all days, I'm especially interested to know, how are you doing, sir, for the psychological check-in? Yeah, normally when I have something big to say, I defer my time to you so that mm -hmm. I can go second, but I feel like mine might affect yours, mm -hmm. so I feel like I must go first. I've selected this picture here that I've put together. Uh, this is uh, Cole Anthony. He is <clears throat> on a rusty ship. Yeah. Um, and as uh, this metaphor continues, please don't think of your attic or Connecticut as a rusty ship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he just happens to be on it. But he's got a life vest. He's confident mm -hmm. about where he's going. He's happy, mm -hmm. smiling. He's got the sunglasses on. Right? You can see off in the distance there, what's he headed towards? That looks like the Dallas Stars logo. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, down there in the right corner, you've got Got a got a picture of Coach Mosley when he was with the Dallas Mavericks. All these signs. Oh. Wait, Cole's not going. Cole, Cole's not going anywhere. Uh, Cole's not going anywhere. But if I'm in the psychological check-in, I am Cole, you are in, this, Cole. in this vision. Then you where are. my boat is heading to Dallas. Uh, I'm going to be moving a little north of Dallas and getting a job with the uh, with the Dallas Stars of the NHL. Uh, He's been the, signed. Being the operations manager of their uh, of their practice facility, so. It's uh, kind of in my line of work that I've been doing for years, and uh, it's an opportunity to do it again once again at the highest level. I did work for the Boston Bruins for six years, so it's pretty much the same role, but not for a team that I hate and in a city I dislike. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Dallas <laughs> yet, to be fair, but... Uh, <laughs> you don't think you dislike it. Right. It seems like a good time. It seems like there's a lot going on there. It's going to obviously be a little bit of a different thing for me as a human and mm -hmm. also for the show. We're going to have yep. to go back to doing remote. We've talked about yep. that a little. We'll... We'll talk about it a little bit more next show when we do our last in-studio show uh, before I go. But uh, still a lot of uh, still a lot of water to get through before I get mm -hmm. to where I'm going there. But I'm smiling. I got the glasses on now, and I'm feeling good about about this venture. So uh, that's where I'm at, man. It's uh, is a there's a lot to unpack in there. Yeah, but, uh, it's a big smile, sunglasses, and you know, happy to be giving this a shot. It's gonna be fun. I think my psychological check-in might be taken from the same vacation. Same or shoot, yes. I yeah. This one was right before his on Cole's Instagram, which is where both these pictures of hailing from. Yeah. So in mine, Cole is—he's on the boat. He's got the shades on, but he—he's—he's he's, again. He has this in-between look on his face, and this was kind of—I like these poses because mm. I'm often feeling a mixture of emotion. Mm -hmm. And that couldn't be more true than today. Well, than yesterday when you broke the news to me that you were moving to Dallas. My initial reaction is just 
super pumped for you for the opportunity. It's a great place. Seems like a good company that has a lot of opportunity for you. So that's freaking fantastic. But of course, I'm you know the other look on my face here on the cold face is I'm not sure. I'm I'm a little I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm a little sad. You know, I'm losing my best friend. We've you know, as we grew up, we would see each other a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. But this is really the first time in our lives where we've been in the same place for an extended period of time and had a lot of time for to sure. just hang out. Yep. So we've our friendship has grown. I'm, you know, it's been so awesome to live with you, have have my best friend hanging out here every day to watch Magic games for a season, just come up or down, and and always have a homie to kick it with. So. It's sad. I'm sad to see you go, but I'm also excited. I'm right. I'm o- more overwhelmingly excited for you and the opportunity. I'm excited greedily to visit you in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Go to some uh, watch the Orlando Magic play the the Dallas Mavericks. Perhaps that's going to be fun. Go to a Dallas Cowboys game. Yep. Go to a bull riding. Get some boots. Get a hat. Yep. That's it's good. Things are on the horizon. I feel you. I feel you. And I appreciate the support because I do know, and I've unfortunately done this to a number of people yeah. <laughs> over the course of my time. It is very difficult when, you know, you, you care about somebody mm-hmm. and you, you love where they're going, but you're like, ah, they're yeah. not going to be here with me anymore. Uh-huh. It's, it's always tough for me too. Cause I have to part ways with all those people every time I go and think about like, you know, leaving yeah. that is, is a difficult choice, but it's something, unfortunately I've kind of also, I'm not numb to it. Yeah, You know, no matter how many times it happens, it just is like, it stinks. But it's part of the reason I have friends and family all across the country, which is is something I really appreciate. And there's definitely some people in Texas that are going to find out later today that I'm coming back there and they're going to be pretty stoked about it. Yeah. And and there's still going to be many more opportunities for us to chill. We'll still kick it, hopefully in person, three, four times a year at least. Court Cousins Night is going to continue. So we'll be down in Orlando. Yep. Down in Orlando. We might do a version in Dallas, too. Let's, yeah, we might, we might do, Dallas. like, when the Magic go on the road and take on, like, San Antonio, Dallas, yep. maybe we can mm-hmm. make a little triangle to Houston. I don't know. I don't know. So that's the, the possibility Texas is bigger than you think. Yeah. That's, that's not, a quick, not a quick drive. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the big news for the psychological check-in. Let us know, folks. How are you doing in the comments? How, what's your psychological check-in here with the, the news from, from Peach, our beloved cousin here, and all of your second cousin? Mm-hmm. See him in Dallas. Anyone out there listening in Dallas? Yes. Anybody's right got any hot Dallas tips? Yeah. Now's the time to throw them by me. Yeah. And since we were talking about my birthday earlier, let's not let that get. That's true. My Instagram is T H E underscore P I C H for Peach 802. Mm. And I am pretty close to a thousand followers. Oh, that's like, a good birthday gift. I'd like to hit that goal. Yeah. So if you follow Court Cousins on Instagram, which you should already do, yeah. Court underscore Cousins, follow them too, by the way. Go ahead and give me a follow, and you can follow me on my journey and uh, where I'm going and everything that I'm doing. And I'm still not done here in New England. I got some stuff to do before we roll out. It's going to be fun. So I know that's right. Check it out. Okay. Wow. I don't know how we go on. Can we just end the show now? I. No. Okay. The show goes. <laughs> the, the show, show goes on. on. The show must go on, <laughs> and it will. And it will. We're now going into the social media roundup. The first one is from Orlando Magic Moments. Reading through the Athletics' anonymous active player poll, about 100 players, Suggs got one vote for best defender. Markel and Franz each got one vote for most underrated player. Moe's got two votes for coach you'd most want to play for, aside from your current coach. Peace, you put this one in here. I mean, not a lot of votes, but it's a vote. Mm. 
you can't vote for yourself out, right? Or can no, you vote for I guys on your team? Yeah, it, I would imagine that that is not part of what's going on here. A um, little surprised about the Suggs vote best defender. Mm. Gonna imagine that might come from in on the team. Yeah, right. That's what I'm I not was... sure if you can vote for your own team, but uh, the Markle and Franz each getting one vote for underrated player is like the perfect thing because they only got one vote for most underrated player. So they're underrated in the underrated category, <laughs> <laughs> which is perfect. That was that's the kind of fuel I would need to become uh, a monster next season. And yeah. if both those guys be, can become monsters. Uh, we're going to have a, a nice seed for the playoffs next year, which I would imagine. But I kind of put this one on there because I like the Moe's got two votes for coach you'd most want to play with, with. And I know, I think we all know one of those dudes, he currently resides in, in Dallas, Texas. Maybe you can talk to him, Pish. I was looking, when I was looking up that graphic to try to get Coach Moe's wearing the Dallas Mavericks shirt for my, for my psychological check-in, mm-hmm. I was noticing it was a slam dunk that he was going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. And then they didn't go with him. And I think there's a lot of people around there that are still kind of hurt by that. And the magic snack just went right in there and be like, yoink, let me get that good thing that you have, and I will mm-hmm. take it and make it mine since you don't want it. So there's still some players from Dallas that want in, and I know everybody always likes to speculate. I know you know I'm not a big speculation guy. No, not a big hypothetical guy. But I would be willing to bet some solid money that Luka Doncic was one of those votes. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I, I'm pretty sure. He is one of those votes. I feel like... Don't know how you all feel about that, but... <laughs> Luka Doncic is somewhere, like, drinking beers and smoking bogues right now and not taking service. Um, That's also <laughs> possible. I had not considered that. Yeah, he's... <laughs> but either way, it's nice to know that there are two players in the NBA that would like to put... I, I kind of wonder who won that poll. Yeah, we'll have to go check that out. Um, Suggs, I saw a post. I was trying to find it again. He's like in the top 6% amongst guards in steal percentage and top 10% amongst guards in block percentage. Um, He is, there is now a precedent with Marcus Smart winning defensive player of the year. It had been going to big men for Mm -hmm. quite some time. Yeah. Um, But now we have a precedent with Marcus Smart winning it last year. Jalen Suggs seems like one of those guys Mm -hmm. On this current trajectory, if he continues and the team continues to get better, he can be in those conversations. He can definitely be on an all-offensive team. All-defensive team, yeah, Um, absolutely. Which is, that's all I need. Yeah. It's surprising that he only got one, well, I guess getting one vote for best defender in the league. With the amount of games that he played this year and considering all the other great defenders in the league, yeah, like, look, almost every team would probably vote for your Marcus Smarts. Yeah. You can name five better defenders than Jalen Suggs right now, probably off the top of your head. Yeah. So it's not that crazy. It's kind of cool that he actually got to one person enough that they were like, yeah, he's best defender. That's what makes me wonder if maybe RJ Hampton (laughs) put one in there for his boy or something. I'm not really sure. but I envision it someone that was just got owned. I'm trying to think of who Jalen really owned this year. Probably someone from the Bulls that was just Mm. like, man... You know, maybe can't pass near this guy. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, it's, I'm Andrew Caruso. I have my headband on. I'm answering the survey. Oh man, mm. he stole the ball from me. He was so good. That's and spot I'm, on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, talking about you know Mosley getting two uh, two votes for a coach you want to play for. Mm. We have the Houston Rockets getting a new coach, and biased Houston at bias Houston will here wanted Nick Nurse. But he's not mad at all that they're getting Ime Udoka, 
We are a real basketball team again, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Welt God chimes in and says, personally, I think this was the best possible hire for the Rockets. W to the front office. And then, Peach, you uh, you had some caution, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I think it is a great hire for them, basketball-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, not the best move for Houston if you work in the front office and have a hot wife, though. <laughs> Oh, man. Just keeping it real. No, that's 100. That's totally <laughs> legitimate. And, you know, I, look, I've made mistakes. I've cheated on women. I've been to the bottom. And now I'm a completely different human. So I understand what that process is. It took me lots of years and going through therapy and going to A meetings and doing all this stuff. Right. So if Ime Udoka is doing that work and has healed himself and is, you know, coming out the other side, best of luck to him. However, you know, and just talking about our coach Mosley, that guy, like, he is a tremendous leader. And the there's a dumpster, there was a dumpster fire in Houston as of late. And if M.A. Odoka isn't 110% right with his family, with everything going on in his personal life, I don't know if it's a, the best move for okay. Houston. You think it could to, get worse? I mean, yeah. Like, look, man, I've been exactly where M.A. is, so I'm not throwing shade. But that's a dark spot where, like, when that happened for me, my whole world crumbled down because I had to look in the mirror and realize that I had become a man that I never thought I would ever be. Mm-hmm. And grappling with that and and go, digging into the root causes of that, and it took time, man. I mean, like, I could be wrong, but I think you probably did a lot more to heal about this than he did. I think you... That's what I'm saying. It seems like, like a getting, fast turnaround knowing what I yeah. had had to go through to heal the parts of my inner insecurities and everything that was going on that caused me to take those actions. Like that public, a breakup, I think I would hide under a rock for a decade before I thought about coming out. So props to him for coming out. That takes, that takes brass huevos for sure. It's Um, a big shot. It's a big chance for the Rockets, but basketball wise, it's really a good move. If you just look at it from that perspective. Yeah. I mean, people loved him. They got a lot of talent on that roster. They need somebody to harness it. Yeah. You know, and he had some pretty meh rosters in Boston that did really well. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Hide your wives. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe your wives are just faithful and won't cheat on you. That could happen too. <laughs> I feel like Joker doesn't cheat. He wears his wedding band on his shoe. No way does this guy cheat. No. This guy is loyal to a fault. We looked up yeah. his wife before the show because I was curious. Yeah. Just wanted to know. Just want to see what a two-time MVP's got got <laughs> yeah going you know? on yeah that's a good see, seems like a nice lady she seems like she's like a, a lady though like their love d- feels you'd real be, you'd be just like walking around and you'd like see that chick and you wouldn't even really necessarily turn your head okay well if 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 Nikola Jokic wasn't as tall as he was yeah. you'd see him around and not think he's an athlete either <laughs> that's true so, so I think we're living perfect here. So what's how's that how's that analogy work? Are you saying she's got something hidden there that we don't know about? I'm saying that like I think she's a more attractive lady than uh-huh. he is an attractive man. Yeah. She fits her part of this scenario more than he does. He doesn't have the body of a two-time MVP. <laughs> he's sneaky. Yeah. He's talented. And so maybe I, I would have to say maybe the most talented player in the NBA. Most talented. Perhaps. Imagine if he actually hit the gym. How scary he'd be dropping 50 points a game. But he don't need to. He just goes off and rips butts and lives his <laughs> life, right? <laughs> 
we're going. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that you just put that post. It's interesting that he. I didn't know. I mean, that's. Did he just start doing that, wearing his wedding ring on his? I don't know, man. Sneaker? I just that's saw cool. it. And thought it was kind of cool that he does it. Interesting. I, I've never heard of anybody else. Doing so it. he's the opposite of Ime Udoka, is what you're saying. Um, <laughs> it seems like that yeah. could be true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to ju- you can kind of tell the way that uh, Joker just looks and acts. He seems so self-assured and just okay with everything he's got. I was looking for it the last game they played, and I saw it, and I was like, yeah. oh, look at that. He's- huh. I mean, because I would wonder, I don't wear a lot of jewelry. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm not married, so I don't have one. But, yeah. like, I would be annoyed by jewelry. You're married especially to the playing, hustle. Like, people take it off. Yeah. Like, what are people doing now? The people doing those, like, silicone ones? Yeah, those, doing like, tattoos. Rubber like, band. Yeah. But, like, he's like, no, I'm just going to wear this still, but I'm going to wear it down here where it's convenient for me. And I, I like it. <laughs> There's not a lot of Orlando Magic basketball. I don't know what you no, want to uh, <laughs> I see stuff on the internet. I'm like, I got to bring it to social media around. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work, Peach. Uh, but the biggest news in the Orlando Magic community, probably, mm. was the crowning of the Rookie of the Year, Paulo mm-hmm. Bancaro, 2022 to 23 Kia NBA Rookie of the Year. I don't know why I said Kia. They're not sponsoring. Uh, well, they're not sponsoring us, but they do sponsor the award, so it's somewhat appropriate. Yeah, this kind of felt like the kind of crowning when, like, back in the day, Edward the First would have a son named mm-hmm. Edward, and you'd be like, that guy's going to be king one day, and then he just is. Yeah, you know? like no shit. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, you, know, you don't want I'm not taking anything away from Paulo and the great season stuff that he had, but honestly, if he wasn't named Rookie of the Year, that's when this would have been mega huge big time news right because it just seemed that obvious so well congrats to him for putting himself that much out there that i can live in a world where i was that confident Mm -hmm. that like i would have bet everything i own and everything you own on it months ago yeah and we didn't unfortunately bet enough i think i bet no we did not i think i bet 20 bucks on it or something stupid. Right. I needed more. Needed more. Uh, congratulations, Paulo. Just a great season. You're, we're seeing what he's going to bring to the floor and the mindset as he's been receiving these awards. Always humble. Mm-hmm. I loved that the ceremony when he was interviewed on, uh, on TNT with the guys. He had the whole crew. He was in what looked mm-hmm. like the film room, yep. mom and dad right behind him, sisters, some of his buddies from growing up, Coach Mosley, a bunch of the Orlando Magic staff. And at the ceremony where they gave him, presented him with the trophy, the whole Orlando Magic staff came down. They all had their polo shirts on. Yep. It just seems like the whole community is really circling the wagons around Paulo and he's embracing that uh and and reciprocating that love yeah um and it's just so good to see a young man like this with such a good head on his shoulders um I'm just I couldn't be happier for the future of this yeah for for me was as impressed as I was with seeing that oh this guy's a bucket right like he's gonna do he's gonna get to the line I think the thing I was most impressed with from him this season was what I saw off the court, who he was, how he's bonding with those guys, how he seems like the exact opposite of a guy who will go yeah. on live TikTok with a weapon in a right. club while on the road. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Be as far away from that as possible. And I feel that's what we got in P5. Congratulations, yeah. sir. Well done. Love what I'm seeing. 
Absolutely. Well deserved. I was a little pissed off. I some clip got shared of someone on ESPN in one of the interviews that he did. I forget who was interviewing him. Asked him a question about hypothetically getting Victor Wembenyama on mm, the mm. on the Magic. It's like what the fuck? Like hey, this man. is this kid's moment. Yeah, yeah. And you're asking him about a hypothetical situation sure. that probably won't exist. Mm-hmm. And why? Why? Because unfortunately, a lot of people in the media who we are not a part of, <laughs> um, they they're looking for some shock value question, right? There's a lot of canned, basic ass questions. It's not even shocking they, though. There's it's a like, lot of stuff you can ask people in those settings that's just very basic, right? You wouldn't yeah. even know who the person it is asking it. So there's no glime. Some of those guys right. now they want a shine. What do you they think about the moment. number one pick that's going to be they coming wa- up? They want to be that guy that breaks Giannis Antetokounmpo by asking him if the season is a failure. You know how popular that clip is now and how yeah. that rap is wrapped up because that guy decided I'm going to be an asshole for the second straight year <laughs> and ask him about if this season's a failure. It led to this amazing take from Giannis. That's what they're trying to get. You know? Yeah. So I get that every once in a while they take some wild swings. But yeah, not necessary to do right then, but I've seen bigger swings and misses by by reporters, so I let that one slide. I'll take P5 against anyone coming in this year's draft. I think we got our future star right now. When bananas who? Let's go, Paulo Bancaro, baby. Agreed. Um. All right, so next one we have Wagner Brotherstown, mm. Vucci man. Uh, he's retweeting something from Cortez. Cortez says, I want all fans to stop putting Anthony Edwards in trades challenges. Minnesota is not that damn stupid. Hashtag raised by wolves. And Vucci man replies, they traded five first round picks for Gobert. They may be that stupid. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Vucci main. Vucci main. But uh, yeah, I saw this one. I just laughed. I totally agree. They may be that dumb. Sometimes when you make a dumb move, you you continue to make dumb moves to get out of that hole. Yeah. You know, like you're in a hole and all you have is a hose and the next thing you think start you start getting it wet and the next thing you know you're going to drown. Like <laughs> I mean, that seems like the Wolves could be in that mode because something's going to have to change there and it's going to mean the moving of some players. Yeah. And so it's- that means they have to land on some teams. And we're some teams. <laughs> so what's up? Like, you got to ask, right? Like, if, uh, yeah. if Anthony Edwards is on the market, I know he had a little bit of an issue there with some people in Denver after the game throwing a chair. Eh, um, yeah, whatever. You know, unfortunate situation. But I think all teams would be dumb to not ask and see what the Wolves are interested in. Because mm-hmm. I would imagine their asking price is probably down now. What? Down. Down? Well, down in general, because they know that they made this mistake with, with Gobert, so everyone else is going to try to rip them off again. Yeah. So so that means they're, they're asking prices up, I would think. I mean, they need to recuperate those five picks. If they, trade they, Anth- if they were to trade Anthony <laughs> Edwards, do. that is the piece that you right. cannot – you have to hold on to that. But if I that. could trade picks for Anthony Edwards right now, only picks, fucking do it. Of course. You have to move some type of salary. If you want your five picks back, I'll give you five picks right now. <laughs> yeah. Five picks in J.I. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, to make the, <laughs> like, J.I. and Gary to make the, although he's probably still, he's still on his rookie contract, so you wouldn't even really have to move that much. What are we talking about? In terms to, to match contract. 
Yeah, you know, if they get, they have to be holding on to that, like it's the last piece of detritus after a shipwreck that's going to like, that needs to be the door that they're pushing Jack off just so that bitch can stay alive. Okay. That's what they need to be clinging to, to Anthony so, Edwards. So like. he stays on the door and Cat gets shoved off? Exactly. Oh. Yes. Okay. That's different. Yeah, yeah that's what's going to happen. <laughs> if anyone, you got to give up everybody else except Anthony Edwards. But it is an intriguing question, which I cite here from Johnny Footlong. The Orlando Magic, he says, can get $30 million of cap oh. space with three moves. They can release Jonathan Isaac, decline the Harris option, decline MCW. So the decision is, are you better off with those players, or can that many money be better spent? And I just put that question out to second cousins out there. I said, what do y'all think? Trying to go one more time around on the Isaac merry-go-round, or are we ready to make a move for a player. Thanks so much for the interaction. Almost oh, people had thoughts? 3,500 views on this post, and yeah, like 30 comments. People were, it was a little bit split. I would say majority like Anthony Unwin, who's a shout-out second cousin. He says, we have no reason to free up space this season unless the front office have a specific target in mind. I say run it back. Let Paulo and Franz and Kel do their thing. If we add shooting through the draft and free agency, then it's all gravy. Uh, I liked any post that was aligned with that ethos. I see that. I chose not to heart a couple yep. that were more in the boat of, hey, let's try to go after Dame or Clay or Mikhail Bridges or fill in Anthony Edwards. Mm -hmm. Number one, I just don't think it's realistic for a guy like Anthony Edwards to be, no, to be got. Yeah. Um, and second, I just think that my enthusiasm as a fan is a little too much. I need to just have a little bit more patience as you always preach, Peach. All right. I need to listen to the all wise and mighty Peach and just have patience. Calm down. We, we got to run this back one more year. Let's get one more year of development, bring in maybe two more young guys from the draft, see if one of them hits. You know, if, it's really about like one of Caleb Houston or one of these two guys that we're bringing in this year. Can one of those three guys hit? Can, you know, Jalen Suggs take that leap? I think that's really what this year is about. And then maybe next season you can talk me into trying to make some moves in the offseason when we don't have high draft picks. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I don't feel like we need to move now. We talked uh, in an earlier show about J.I.'s contract and how if he makes it to sometime in January, I think, is when he really gets the money. I think it was December, actually. Well, I don't know. Something like that. Either yeah. way, we, we can get a few a month, a little bit into the yeah. season to see if he's going to play or before we have to decide whether we're giving him that money. And by the way, I yes. think the answer is no. Like, I'm leaning very heavily towards no. Really? Don't get the money. Please take our jersey off. Get out of our, our system. I'm done with Jonathan Isaac. I'm mm -hmm. done with guys like Zion. I'm done with guys like Kawhi. I'm not... They can play. They're very great. They're some of the greatest NBA players, maybe, when they can play. Yep. I need to rely on guys hitting the court and playing more often. It's been a problem for this franchise for a long time. He reminds me of that past. He reminds me of that. I'm afraid every time he moves, he's going to get hurt past. I don't want that to be part of our future. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's just the face of it. And I want that face gone. Yeah. Um, and if it means we got this much cap room too, I love it. But yeah, I don't think we need to make that move this off season unless somebody really wants to take that chance. Yeah. I'll put it out there right now. Hey, other NBA teams, if you're interested in giving Jonathan Isaac a chance, look, his upside is massive. Yeah. But you know, the downside, all defensive players. So potentially. what do you think you want? Are you interested? Mm -hmm. I'm sure the phone lines are open. 
I don't want to speak for our guys in the in the booth, but I'm pretty sure their line would be open if somebody wanted to get interested in Jonathan Isaac and taking that off our books and giving us another roster spot. I just don't know if it's out there, but yeah, the upside is huge. If somebody out, somebody let this be somebody else's issue. Is my is kind of my process. Like I'm done worrying about that. This I, is a Penny Hardaway jersey, by the way. It'll <laughs> never be a Jonathan Isaac jersey. Stop with the one, bro. You ain't him. Wow. I did not intend this to be a Jonathan Isaac conversation because, as you know, I don't talk about injured players, and I think he's still currently injured. They're considering him to be ready for the season coming up. Right. So, to so me, maybe not he's not. Injured. Maybe he's not. Okay, I can talk about him then. I'm I'm of I'm of the mind that. I've been on this Jonathan Isaac merry-go-round for two and a half, what is it, three, going on three years now, it feels like. Sure. I'm going to ride this sucker one more time just to freaking see. Like, I'm not going to give up at this point. It, I want to see the beginning of the season. If he comes back like like we saw him, let's, let's give it one more go. But, you know, this turned into like a Jonathan Isaac conversation, and I really didn't intend it to be that. I intended it more to be like – do you want to try to free up some space and move for a player or are you running it back? What's your mindset? But it did turn in the way that I phrased it with right, the Jonathan right, Isaac right. merry-go-round. But Magic 24-7-0-1-2-3 brings up a good point, and he always does. There are other ways, too, to get some money besides moving Jonathan Isaac. He puts You can get $24 million by... Um, waiving and stretching OKK's contract and declining the options for Bowl, MCW, and Schofield. So you could also get $29 million by doing the same thing, waving and stretching OKK, declining Bowl, MCW, and then trading one of the first-round picks. Or I would even add in there, hey, there's $13 million really easily gettable if you don't want to pick up Gary Harris's option. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are lots of options that th- don't include There are that, more so options than just the 17 million i believe it is for jonathan isaac this year that's our biggest contract right now so it's the biggest chip to fall but there are other ways to get you know 24 29 30 million dollars that don't include jonathan isaac so Mm -hmm. i think at this point we might as well ride it out we've waited this damn long yeah Um, i think i'm in the minority but yeah um there are definitely other ways to get there if that's the way you want to go I don't think that's the way our front office is leaning. No. But I, but I do think we can upgrade by getting rid of some of these dudes and getting other dudes that might be on more affordable contracts going long term or just short term contracts until we have to sign the other players. That would be good to just freshen up at least the back end of the roster or yeah. the bench area. Sure. And I wouldn't mind seeing them do that. And I think that's about the 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 ceiling yeah. of my expectations for what they'll do as far as player movement aside from our draft picks. And as we talked about with Andy, which we already uh, did, as, but as, is in the future. So oh. the wonder of editing. Do Wait, do can do you do see do the do future? Yes, see, a little bit. You've been holding out, yeah. bro. This sucks. Like, I know <laughs> that the segment with Andy that's coming up that we, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about, too. We've got to extend Cole mm. if we want to. We've got to extend Markel. So there, there's other things that we need to do potentially with mm-hmm. some of this um, – this cap space moving forward. 
So what do you think we should do, ladies and gentlemen? Are we going to kind of stay pat and with the squad, or are we going to free up some room in any of these various ways that we could make some money and maybe bring in a, a player or a couple players, as Peace said, to kind of round out the rotation moving into the year? What do you think? Let us know in the comments. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I don't know about that. That's me <laughs> responding to their comments. <laughs> <laughs> And right now, we are going into the segment called Five with the Fam. If you're over on the Patreon, on the second cousin level, you have the opportunity to come on the show, chew the cud with us. Is that what they say? Um, cows are into cud. They'll chew it. Yeah. Okay. Chew the fat sometimes people yeah. do. Yeah, you can chew things with us, and we'll talk about the Orlando Magic. So we're happy to be joined right now by our good friend, second cousin, Andy. Chop it up. We're now so pumped to be welcoming in our good friend, our second cousin, Andy. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time, sir. And as we always do, Andy's a good friend of ours. He's family. He's a second cousin. Mm. We're, we're curious, how are you doing, sir, for the psychological check-in? Mm. I, feel, I feel like Cole, after he hits a game winner, just had a lot of challenges recently that I was able to, you know, handle and, uh, you know, really kind of push myself. So I feel I feel great right now, for sure. No big deal. Just uh, educating the armed forces and, and protecting this country. Thank you, sir, for your service. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, man. Uh, that's awesome that you just got through that. I'm sure it was stressful, but you know, now you can sit back and appreciate the reward of all that hard work. So well mm. done. Yeah. Sometimes people just kind of cruise through life and they're hanging out and they like being in the plains, right? Like there's no mountains to climb. Uh huh. You know, it's just, it's just, oh, it's yeah. just flat, you know, but, but sometimes they don't realize how exciting it is to be able to go rise up over those mountains mm. and either enjoy the view from the top, cruise down the bottom, wow. look back and see where you've been. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I like anybody who likes to get over a mountain. So. What a beautiful extended metaphor, Pish. That's what I do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, no more figurative language here. Let's get right into it. Mm. We've got, this is five with the fam. Andy is one of our supporters on the Patreon, on the second cousin tier. And so we've got a question for him, and he has got a question for us. Now, we flipped the coin prior to this, and we're just going ad lib. We're going off the top. So, Andy. Here is the question we have for you, sir. Who do you think, according to Andy, who do you believe is the most slept on magic player right now? Or if you'd like to interpret it this way, who do you think is being slept on kind of moving into next season? Who do you think is going to be the player that isn't getting the pub that everyone is going to really be floored by when i first saw the question i thought it was going to be who's the biggest dog off the court but now i see that you're looking for a different version of slept on player go on <laughs> i didn't even get that slept on yeah could be referred to as a sexual oh it's weird when i have to explain a potentially sexual joke to you usually you're <laughs> all over that <laughs> some of this will get cut i'm sure yeah who 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 do you think is is not getting the respect they deserve amongst the entire basketball community. Yeah. Okay, I like that answer. I like I like that last caveat because I was gonna say somebody that I think we've been pretty high on. 
I've been pretty high on the whole year. That's uh, you know, Mr. Jalen Suggs, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I, I'm a big fan, and I just I love his. He just has to stay healthy for me. If he can like not get concussions and not get hurt, like I really think he could be all defensive team, definitely a starter, fringe all star maybe. You know, in his peak Ooh. years, and I don't think many people outside of the Magic community are talking about that. And I hope I hope he gets that starting spot next year to really showcase that. So yeah, that you bring up the only issue that has been with Jalen Suggs is is the games played. So he got 48 games in his rookie year, 53 games in his sophomore campaign, dealt with various injuries kind of on and off. But once he came back at the end of the season and got that consistency, you could see what was coming. So you're a firm believer. Do you see Jalen Suggs starting day one next season, Andy? Is that is that kind of where you're at right now? I hope so. I hope I hope we do see that. I really do. Um, yeah, unless we like like uh, draft Scoot, right? I don't mm. see anyone taking that spot from him next year. Yeah, I guess it is. We're what 16 days ahead of the ping pong balls, so yeah, this conversation could go differently in sure. uh, in a couple of weeks. I think there's possibilities of other people we potentially draft that could take that spot in the spoiling lineup but i think suggs may have it day one and have a shot at it i thought he was going to get it towards the end of the season here but his durability is yeah a little bit of a question mark because he goes so hard i think a lot of players from college they always are going too fast when they get to the nba and that's where they turn the ball over a lot and stuff like that and he Mm -hmm. got his turnovers down this year yep so i think as the game slows down for him Maybe he'll spend less time on the court than the uh, than the Libman mops yeah. <laughs> sweeping up sweat, you know. And you love the hustle, but right. we also need you to make sure that you can stay healthy for at least seventy games. You guys, you guys don't understand how nervous I get every time this man hits the floor. <laughs> right, I'm like he's gonna get a concussion, and like he did, you know. Like right, he did get a concussion this year. I yeah. forgot about that. He goes hard. Yeah, he does go yeah, so he hard. He hard on the floor, man. It's scary. Yeah, it's part of what makes him so damn good. His tenacity, but also it's a double-edged sword. He's maturing, and he kind of understands that. It looked like he was playing a little bit more, I don't want to say safely, but a little bit more in control. Cautious. Yeah, more cautiously. I mean, his per 36 numbers are looking pretty damn good. He was up to almost 33% from three, which was a big worry after shooting 21% in his rookie stint. So I I don't see any rookie. Even even Scoot Henderson, sorry, everybody – I don't see any rookie coming in and usurping Jalen Suggs day one, maybe in a year, but Jalen has gone through two years now of growing pains and development. And like you said, it takes time for guys to make in the NBA. Something just in now. I'm getting word from Brandon Miller's camp who says, Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) Now, now Andy, it is time, sir. You have a question for us. Yes. Um, my question is, we, we have to re-sign Markel, right? He's mm. an expiring contract. I feel like that's a no-brainer. Do you guys agree or disagree? Any thoughts on there? And, like, if we do re-sign him, we'll sign a, what kind of contract do we give him? Mm. The bobble says yes. Oh, wait, he looked like he was saying no. <laughs> it did look like now, he was saying no for a second. Okay, He didn't yes. understand the question at he first, did, Okay. He, <laughs> he went to a shake, yeah. I mean, I, I it would be stupid not to. Yeah. I mean, that would be gross negligence, and all faith should be lost in the front office if they don't. I mean, it feels so done. I hadn't even thought about this as being a question. 
So it's interesting that you bring it up because I wonder if there is any doubt by anyone around. Or maybe, like you suggested earlier, if we got Scoot, does that mean no Markel? And I don't think that's a good move. I think he's... I don't know how I feel about that, yeah. Yeah, he's been the straw that stirred the drink when he's in there. And we've shown that we're a very good team when he plays with us. So why wouldn't you reward that and want that to continue? Like, let's go. He is uh, on his final year this season of his three-year $50 million deal. Um, he'll be making $17 million next year, uh, which is 12.7% of our cap, if that means anything to anyone out there. So he is up for an extension this year but because he would become an unrestricted free agent if we don't lock him in before whatever the deadline is. I don't know off the top of my head. If I'm looking at the rankings of various guards around the league and what guys are making, I mean, these numbers for point guards are <laughs> gaudy. Um, John Morant, who got it, got it pushed in last night, making 33 and a half mil. Shea's making 33 mil. A guy you just mentioned, Andy, De'Aaron Fox, making 32. The Those numbers are too much, but I think in the 20 million range, I'm okay with. You know, you got guys like Spencer Dinwiddie making 20, Marcus Smart making 18, DeJounte Murray, Derek White. Uh, I think Markel's better than those guys, but you gotta hope there's a little bit of that trust and that loyalty that Weltman and Hammond have built up with Markel, having gone and got him as a reclamation project when Philly kind of just turned their back on him. And really there was gross negligence the way that the whole more that we hear about that situation, about how Philadelphia's front office handled him and really just kind of hung him out to dry. Um, he, it, it was, it was a dark moment and Hey, come over to the magic, take your time. Mm-hmm. We believe in you. You can be a leader. You're still a guy. And he's now established himself as that. Will that mean, you know, a little bit of a hometown? I know it's not his hometown. He's in the, the DC area, but a little bit of the, your, yeah. your favorite team rub there. Yeah. See, Kel headed out on that road and instead of running into mountains, he ran into Valleys. Some deep valleys. Yes, but he came out is a, is a, is now he came out of that so much so that he's now climbing up, mm-hmm. even though there's no mountain to climb. He's that nice. Yeah. So, I, I, we've got to be a part of his rise because we're a part of the turnaround. And I, without without having to actually sign him before this season begins, I think we're comfortable to get into this season before we make that extension. Um, yeah. I don't think it needs to be done right away. And that way, in case you know. You know, we got Scoot and he's working out and it's fantastic. We can reevaluate, but whatever it is we need to do, I think Kel's got to be part of the future here. I think we all kind of consider him. I think people have been saying, oh, it's only Paulo and Franz and everybody else is movable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, I think we kind of extend, I extend it to Kel. A lot of people like to include Wendell in there. Yeah. Uh, well, pers- he's locked personally, in. I like to consider Cole in there. Suggs yeah. wants to be in the conversation. I mean, look. That's already, what, five, six guys? Yeah. I mean, at some point, you do need to get another guy to move up, and it's a, if you don't get him in the draft, some of those pieces may have to go other places. Uh, but I'd love to see Markel be at the helm um, when we're winning championships, winning playoff games, things of that ilk. So uh, I'm all for Fultz. I, I think most of the Magic community would be, too. I would imagine you echo that since you brought this question to the table. Absolutely. We have to sign them. I, I We have to resign them. I think. Do you have a do you have a limit? Have you thought of any of the contract numbers? Um, 
what what would be reasonable? I'm thinking I'm looking at Lonzo Ball's contract when he signed with the Bulls a couple years ago. That was a four year, eighty million dollar deal. Well, the Bulls give people way too much money. They do. They, they do. But that's you know, that's like twenty million dollars a year. I think that's you know, somewhere between yeah. a four year eighty to ninety million dollars <clears throat> is where I would feel fine with it. Well, they could give him that shorter term contract, like a three year deal. Mm-hmm. Right. If they gave him an extension and gave him a three year deal, then by the time that deal runs up, that's when we're gonna have to like pay Paulo, yeah. really go deeper on whoever we draft this year. So timing wise, then we can figure out like, did this work the last couple of years with Kel or did we have do we have a better option? I mean, I don't know what Kel's age is. I know he's still under what, twenty six. Yeah. He's, so three years from now he'll still be prime years. Mm-hmm. So comfortable to then go back to the table at that point and see and if he's part of this thing he may he seems like the kind of guy that would take that hometown discount to stay part of the team like he's not going to be money hungry and go oh i got to get another five mil out of my next contract oh i'd rather just resign with the magic and stay a part of what we're doing here and i feel like he seems like that kind of guy and i feel like our team is building that kind of camaraderie where a lot of guys might take a discount to keep this nucleus together if necessary so not Ooh. too worried about the contracts going forward that'd be nice bonus it's hard point. to get grubby about money you live in florida for Christ's sakes let's go bonus point no it's the income tax so yep. we're a little more competitive there i'm headed yep. for that myself yep no that that yeah. got to be a selling point yep all right homie thanks so much dude Thank you so much for joining us, Andy. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for all the support. As always, you're an OG, and we really appreciate everything you've been doing for us, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for everything you do. It's a pleasure. Thanks, go Andy. Magic. Go Orlando Rays. Yeah, go Orlando <laughs> Rays. Let's go. Sick hat. Thank all you right. so much, Andy. It was great of you to stop by. Can't yeah. wait to kick it again with you next year for Court Cousins Night. Yeah, and if you enjoyed that five minutes with the fam, you would enjoy the extended cut of us talking with Andy. If you're one of our Patreons, the entire video of our chat will be there. About a half an hour. Yeah. With some just general chat and his check-in. And we, mm-hmm. we did a few questions that you won't see here on the show. So yep. become a Patreon and get some of those juicy extras. And uh, mm-hmm. also the outtakes are there, which is always a good yeah. time. We're making some outtakes right now. <laughs> yeah. Some fresh some fresh out, outtakes coming right out the oven for you. <laughs> Let's go into our Court Cousins Championship. So the belt is right here, Peach. On the floor. Yes, I see you're respecting it. That's disrespectful. That is disrespectful. But I wanted to grab it so that I could have it right here. Uh, I won the last shootout, which uh, was the Little Red Cups, which I went to college for. Shootouts are going to get harder in the future. I just thought about it. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we're gonna. that's going to be difficult. <laughs> we're going to we have to remix that. Whole yeah. But... The last round of the Court Cousins Championship has to do with our playoff bracket and the winner of the playoff bracket. And both of our black brackets have been a little bit destroyed because of the crazy... Jimmy fucking Butler. (laughs) The crazy parody that's been happening in the NBA. It's a great time to be a fan, though, honestly. When you have eights beaten ones, I think that makes the NBA playoffs really freaking exciting because that that's not supposed to happen that doesn't really happen in seven grain series not usually but i'm going to go ahead and quote this one that we did not use from social media roundup which is Mm -hmm. the particle man yes uh and he checks in with the top two seeds in the east with gargantuan choke jobs and back-to-back nights second year in a row there's not a single great team in the nba 
bunch of mediocre teams and a couple good ones that are extremely flawed. I am going to guess that you sort of have to agree with that based on what we're seeing right now, or do you just think that it's not because teams are flawed that it's all the teams are good? Where do you land? Uh, I think I think the Milwaukee Bucks I we didn't watch a lot of the Milwaukee Bucks beside outside I, I didn't I out, did. outside of when they played us. I thought they disappeared. I mean when they played us, they beat us with their bench. Mm-hmm. So I underestimated their bench and they showed out on me. I just don't think that they were playing they weren't it's an, kind of an example of you gotta get hot the right time. Mm-hmm. To win a chip, mm-hmm. and even though I think that the Bucks have more talent and a well-round, much more well-rounded team than the My, Miami Heat, who's yeah, Miami had more heat, is what you're saying? Uh, like barely. I, I don't. I really don't like Miami's roster at all, and no. with, especially without Tyler Hero, who I also hate, but is an important scoring piece for them. It was pretty much just the Jimmy Butler show. You're telling me you couldn't shut down that guy, and your bench couldn't beat. Uh, who I don't even know. Like Oladipo got injured. Who's Kevin Love? Like what? Who's coming off the Miami Heat bench right now? First that was of all, doing work? I think Jimmy Butler's part was being played by Jamie Fox, who was oh. playing Michael Jordan in a movie. Okay. Because he couldn't be stopped, and I don't understand what it was about the Bucks that they couldn't be bothered to guard him. I mean, you have one of the best on-ball defenders, according to NBA players, and Drew Holiday. You don't yeah. want to throw a double team at him. I mean, I, I wouldn't let him th- shoot like from game three on. Yeah. I would have double teamed him, got the ball out of his hands, let somebody else beat us. Yeah. But time and time again, this man found the ball and got shots, open shots. That game, that that shot that he hit to like tie the game at the end, falling yeah. away, like. Sometimes a person is just unconscious, and there's right. nothing you can do to stop him. He had a and that's what like happened. That. The yep. Bucks ran into a juggernaut human yep. who decided we're not losing. And I'm convinced, I am convinced, somebody has Jimmy Butler's family locked up somewhere, <laughs> and they told him, if you guys don't win the NBA championship, everybody dies. <laughs> that's, how impo- that's how intense this man is playing right yeah. now. And I got to say, even though I'm mad about it, you got to tip your hat to it. The guy's unbelievable right now and he is carrying this entire franchise and team right now on his back but they're meeting the knicks in the second round well, which is a which is something i would like to talk about J- jimmy butler he's done this before though he's been on yeah. he he elevates his game in the playoffs right unbelievably you play like this normally bro talking talking about the series that you know the knicks just go past the cleveland cavaliers a guy that we had forgotten doesn't elevate, but kind of goes the other way. Donovan Mitchell, D. Mitch. There was a lot of talk about Don, people wanting Donovan Mitchell and bringing him to the Orlando Magic. And damn, it looked like we really should have at times during the season when he was going off and getting sixty-point games and shit like that. Right. But with all that amazing regular season play and the Cavs being a really good squad during the regular season, kind of forget that Donovan Mitchell has had a little bit of an albatross around his neck. Mm-hmm. Disappearing in the playoffs. Yeah, he's, with a, those he's got really a Dan good, Marino effect for yeah. those of you Miami Dolphin fans. You can identify <laughs> with that. With the you know the Utah Jazz teams, they had been favored heavily sometimes to be coming out of the West, and they had some serious choke uh, series where they would give up leads, and Donovan Mitchell would be kind of nowhere to be found. And mm-hmm. we only wa- I only watched a couple of the games of this. One of them with you out at the bar. Um, that I didn't even Donovan Mitchell was. 
He was cold. He just he wasn't there. Sometimes you're like, is Donovan Mitchell out there? Right. Oh yeah, he is. But a guy that did elevate his game though, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart. Yep. yep. These types of players for the Knicks are elevating their game. They're rising to the moment. Oh, Josh always goes Hart. Oh yeah, he does. He's he's a great. He's like a hardcore hustle player. And both of those guys, you know, having played together at Villanova, mm-hmm. they love each other. They work so well together in the backcourt. So the the Knicks, I will admit, they have overachieved all of my expectations for them. I was talking shit to all of my Knicks fans, friends in the area. I said, the magic are going to be better than the Knicks this year. That was before Markel Fultz went down with the broken toe. Okay. I still think, I mean, I still think we would have been there. This is, you know, this is giving me a lot of optimism because I feel like we can beat the heat. I feel like we can beat the Knicks. Like, it's giving me some optimism for next year. I'm already looking forward to let's get this magic 2023-24 season going. Yeah, when I was up in Vermont recently, happened to run in, if you can believe it, I happened to run into a Knicks fan wearing a Grimes jersey, which was bananas. Why would you have that? But then a guy from Cleveland walked in, and they were talking about the series a little bit. It was it was pleasant. And then I'm, they left, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm so much happier being an Orlando Magic fan right now yeah. than being a fan of two teams one of whom is going to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Knicks or the Heat are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Let that wash over you for a second. Yeah. That's dumb, right? Yeah. Because those teams are peaking right now. That's yeah. it, bro. Like, unless the Knicks add somebody else, like R.J. Barrett's not the guy. He played well in a few games no. in this series for them. And they've paid He's him. not the guy. Obi Toppin. I mean, that their mm. roster's not good. No. Like, they they have two really great players. They're stuck at 4-5. And they five. have a couple of other things. Yeah, they're stuck in that 4-5 region. Yeah. And right now, they're getting lucky to be meeting the Heat in the second round. And is that lucky? Because they have Michael Jordan on their team now. Yeah. So, like, if, if Jimmy Butler's family's on the line, no one should want to play the Heat. So, but either way, if the Heat make the Eastern Conference Finals too, you look at it and you go, yeah, they're not as good as we can be next year. Right. So I, it, it does give me great optimism to look at the East and be like, the number one seeds tumbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's the Celtics were having trouble with the Hawks. Yep. You know, we're going to be in this conference. We're going to be in this stuff next year, whether we finished, you know, seventh or whether we finished third. We're in the mix because it doesn't matter what number is by your team name, apparently, in the NBA playoffs this year. You just have to come and bring it come playoff time. And we don't know if a lot of our players can bring it, can bring it come playoff time because we've never been in it. Yeah. We we'll disagree. I feel like we got we definitely got some some guys that will rise to the occasion. I mean, Franz has played in some big games in those international tournaments with Germany. He hit sure. some big shots in the uh the FIBA. Euro Cup or whatever the hell it was, they right? Just all had. the the other have fun things with your home home country league yeah, thing. Yeah, no <laughs> uh, So our bet for the championship is really coming down to what's going on in the West. Right. We both had Milwaukee winning the championship. We did. So the East is done, and everything else was pretty much the same, right? I think we had uh, Philly playing Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Both of us. Did I do that? I didn't did go that. with my Celt- Celtics. You wow, that is what an asshole I am. Yeah. So I guess. Damn, now I got a root. No, so we both had Philly. It's a wash. So it's a wash. The, East, over there. the, the Eastern is, Conference is a wash. It does not matter anymore. So it all comes down for the belt to the Western I Conference. I did have the Knicks beating the Cavs, but that's not really going to matter. In the long That'll long. get you some first-round points. <laughs> yeah. But what really matters is going to be this second-round series between Denver and Phoenix because I have Denver getting to the finals. Right, and I have Phoenix getting to the finals. So, so whoever, whoever wins, wins that series. 
Because we also have Golden State, both of us, in the Western Conference Finals in the bottom. So that could still happen as we record this. Game 7 is happening. So, oh, um, okay. The, the bottom, we both had kind of the same things. Got so it. it really just is, this is the last opportunity for one of us to get an advantage. Mm-hmm. Hey, and what better way for an Orlando Magic uh, podcast to decide who wins their championship than a Denver Nuggets versus Phoenix Sun series, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, what have you been enjoying about these NBA playoffs? There's definitely some really interesting storylines happening that Sacramento Golden State series has been pretty freaking awesome. It's been interesting. It's been interesting for sure. Please don't be one of those weirdos that's like, I don't watch basketball unless the Orlando Magic are part of it. There's still basketball going on. Be a part of it. Watch it. Yep. And enjoy it because next year we're going to be in it. So. And uh, last thing I know you want to talk about, Peach. Hmm. want to talk about that Lakers 40-point beatdown. Man. <laughs> hey, man. Look. I know you. everybody feels some sort of way about the Los Angeles Lakers, don't you? And I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, we don't like them. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I rooted for the Los Angeles Lakers in the series. I think most of America, I think most of the world did. Yeah. We good in the West, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Maybe he was good in the West because he wanted to get golfing early this season. John Morant does not golf, I don't think. Does he? I, he doesn't seem like a golfer. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't give me golf vibes. But maybe he can golf. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was nice to see them get humbled. Um, it was nice to see Dylan Brooks be a classy guy and skip out on some uh, interviews after games. Oh yeah. They just they got exposed there, and I think that's this is going to end up being good for Memphis in the long run, right? They're t- and I think like even if the Kings don't pull this one off about. Golden State, I think it's the same mindset. Sometimes you have to have that like expectation, not succeed, and then all of a sudden it pushes you to realize you have to go that much harder. And I think Memphis is going to go back to the drawing board a little bit with because there, there's no argument that they're super talented. And I know they were missing a few players in the series that were keep could have been key cogs for them, but they needed this reality check of hey, you still had like your three best players in there, and you got rolled like that that badly in a decisive game. Mm-hmm. So maybe shut your mouth next time. Yeah. Just go out there and play. You're in a small market. America and everybody else should get behind this team. They yeah. got nice colored jerseys, some of the most exciting young players in the game, inside and outside. They got something for everybody. But it's the chatter. It's the it's the attitude. It needs to take a, a seat in the back. And that's why I'm glad they were humbled. Just, oh, the Lakers just piled shit and shit and shit in their mouth last <laughs> night. And it was excellent. I loved it. Woo! You won't respect until they get 40. And then the Lakers win by 40. Wow, script writers. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, they need to get back to that heart and hustle DNA. Just to Stop be clear, the, the Lakers could lose now, though. Yeah, we're we're done just, with that. Just to be clear, you're you're done. The rooting for LeBron is over. I'm still I'm rooting <laughs> for the Kings though, but with De'Aaron Fox with that broken finger, he said you know he's trying to downplay it. Like that's the type of player I want. A guy that's not making too much of the injury. He's just it, you could tell though. Don't make me get out the foxometer. You could <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was impacting his play. He wasn't as ball dominant last night for that yes, game. He's definitely different. He's taking a, a back seat. So but it worked well. In the last game. Hey, let's He's see if they can do a way it again. To still be an impact player, even though that part of his game isn't quite there. So, and then get in that He's, second round and beat he, those Lakers. He's a special kind of talent. Yeah, it is now very special time, Peach. I've missed this segment. Mm. Magic the card gathering. We're big fans of the the collecting hobby, the card collecting hobby, specifically basketball cards. But Peach has an extensive collection of 
football and baseball as well. Um, not as much baseball anymore. Football definitely still a good amount. Uh, hockey a good amount. Ah, that's right. Um, the old how puck. Could you, how could you forget? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really starting to now. If I go to a card shop, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of basketball centric mm-hmm. with like a minor in hockey and football because. <laughs> It's a lot to try to collect all that stuff, and, and yeah. some of the stuff in the hobby is expensive. So Heck, yeah. It's coming back to reality. But if you're in the hobby, too, check out Court Cousins on eBay. Peach puts up a bunch of cards. Whenever we do box openings on Card Cousins, we put them up there. But the way that this segment works is we spin a wheel of many different categories, categories such as background crashers, uh, rookies, who the hell is this? Why? Just why? Those are among some of the categories. Can't remember all of them. Yeah, there's a lot of fun ones. Just, yeah. uh, you know, before Lando. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Guys before they were the magic. So we spin the wheel, and what it, based on the category, we dig into our respective collections of magic cards and pull out a card uh, or object that relates to that category or has a story. Yes, I had to, I had to put a caveat on there. Or, or object. object. Oh, interesting. Yes. I don't know what you've got planned for today's yeah. events. All right, well, let's spin that wheel. Spin that wheel! Rookies! Oh, okay. Okay. What do you got, Peace? You go first. All right. Well, I've got this uh, Caleb Houston, mm. one of our rookies from this past season. Uh, nice. As a matter of fact, the last guy the Orlando Magic have drafted at this moment. It's numbered 46 of 99. Ooh. Got his auto right there on the front. And him in, uh, pictured in his Michigan 22 jersey. So maybe he was a big uh, Franz Wagner fan. Maybe that <laughs> 22 uh, Mish just a year after him. But uh, it's a pretty cool card. I picked it up on my most recent trip in, in Vermont. Um, got it for, I believe, $2. Wow. So I felt like that was a pretty good deal. Uh, they were probably just like, wow, somebody wants this. And it's like, hey, that's what happens when, when we roll into one of your shops. Yeah. A large portion of your Orlando Magic cards are coming with. <laughs> the, the, the proprietor of that establishment must have been so stoked to see someone finally going through and digging out for Orlando Magic cards in Vermont. Yeah, he, <laughs> I got some stuff that has been probably sitting in some bins for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, some of it we may see later, so I won't tell you all of it now. But, I mean, Joe Wolf autographs. Nobody wants those, but we do. <laughs> what do you got for rook? We're monsters. I picked up this rookie, Jalen wow. Suggs. We have a rookie ticket, the Panini Contenders. It's autographed. This we picked up while we were in Orlando mm-hmm. at the hobby con that we went to collecticon collecticon that was it i think i got this one while the yin yang twins were playing in a very <laughs> awkward <so>. concert <laughs> weird. It, it was like a freaking hanger for planes the sound was horrible but we met a really nice guy that the company that sold us this they're orlando based it was great to talk orlando magic and he really hooked up the price on this when he learned about the podcast and learned about how nutty we were about the Orlando Magic. So he saw that same crazy that he has for the Orlando Magic, and he, he hooked up the price on this one. But, man, really excited for this card, and I feel like I bought low because it's about to be the Jalen Suggs Awakening this year. Yeah, just to have that card, period, would be amazing, but to already have it graded at 9.5 is fantastic. I think yeah. that might be one of the finest cards in this attic. 
Ooh. Well, at least one of my one of our favorites, I yes. think, overall. Okay. All right. Well, let's spin the wheel and see what we got for the next category. Spin that wheel. Who the hell? <laughs> so this will be the category where we kind of pull out a card and go, we don't really know this guy. Yeah. Or who the hell? Like, there's a real good chance at this point, I know most guys who have put on a magic uniform, it's tough to get one past me that I'm like, I legit don't know this guy. But overall, it's just a general, like, who the hell? Like, people yeah. shouldn't know this guy or, you know. You're a deep fan if you do. Would you like to lead off this category? So mine is, uh, I got a, a double whammy because it's a rookie of Travis Diener. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. The I'm, meaner Diener. You may have selected that card before for this very category. And not only is there a person on this show, but one of our Patreons have a bobblehead of this man. Of Travis Diener? Of Travis Diener. So if I did. AKA see- Diener Buckets. Diener Buckets. I mean, it's Diener Short, man. He's taking me back to those early 90s, early or, or early 2000s, late 90s. Yes, the shorts The short length is those. just amazing. It's giving little red-headed Kyle flashbacks of when he used to wear his Echo and Mecca gear. Like, those shorts are making him look way shorter than he actually is because those <laughs> things are... Those are like some jams from the 90s that just are meant to go down to the calf. Like, this. I'm sorry, Travis Diener. Just I just don't know who the hell you are. He played, let's see, from 05 to 09 and 10. So he played five seasons, two seasons with the Orlando Magic. He played 49 games for us, 3.8 points on uh, 10 minutes a game, 11 minutes a game. Well, most people, most people know him from playing with Marquette. was on that Final Four team with Dwayne Wade. So Didn't know. He could get buckets. No idea. No, before my time, no, 2000, no 2004. Everybody in the greater Wisconsin area would know Travis Diener. Well, I didn't. I was like 16 at the time. I was too. But that's what the category who the hell is busy. all about, baby. Right. I don't know who it is. I was Because I'm sure wherever this man is from, mm-hmm. he is respected. He's he is known. known. There he's could a celebrity. be a statue of Maybe. him up in the town where he's from. Definitely like community center named after him. But this is Gordon Girachek. <laughs> and this is actually a piece of glass. Let me see if I can. Wow. See, that's, that's, it's like a little piece of like plasticky glass kind of thing. It's a really cool concept. It's a cool card. It's actually autographed by him too, which is on totally glass, unnecessary, yeah. but it's on glass, which <laughs> I've never really heard of at all before I love this card. in the hobby, but it's, it's a, it's a dope card. The concept of it is neat. I wish it was of somebody better, but yeah. Why I do also you make found this cool this, of a card about Gordon Gearsack? I also found this in Vermont and was there and thought this has probably been here since somebody broke it out of a pack. Yeah. And they're, they're getting it out of here today. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is way too cool a card to leave on the table with the deep magic collection that we've built. So you did well, here it is. You did well. Welcome to the collection to the PC Gordon. All right, let's see what's next. Peach spin that wheel. Rare treasures. Ooh. Okay. I could have used my Jalen Suggs for for that. You it's know, a it's a pretty treasure. rare treasure, nine yep. and a half grade auto on card rookie. Right, but instead, I have, as I had to, the caveat earlier. This is an item, kind item. of. It's a Kyle Langan business card. Oh, here we go. But on that <laughs> business card, you can see the man, the myth, the legend, David Steele, has autographed my. Orlando Magic Fan Podcast business card. And, you know, it's just 
when you meet one of the legends, a guy that you look up to who's been the voice of the Orlando Magic for years and years and years now since the inaugural season, right? I think it's been the whole time. He, the yeah. whole time. He's Whenever been I go back and watch an old highlight, I hear that familiar voice, and I'm like, wow. man. I know. <coughs> he's, he's intrinsically tied to the organization, the voice of David Steele. And so this was from uh, when we did Red at Night a couple of years ago. We did the on-the-court experience, and David and Jeff were so nice to take some time. Luckily, it was after a win, the Bulls win, where Jalen Suggs Ooh. put um, DeMar DeRozan on a poster. And, yeah, they were just hanging out. They gave us some time. They talked to us. They asked to us where we were from, just gentlemen and scholars. So that's my, that's my rare treasure right there because it's, it's a one of one. Was that the one that's the one of one? Or is it a one of two? It might be a one of two because I, I don't – I have – You have an auto, but it's on my business card of either David or, or Dante. Dante, yeah. I one th- of them. I, th- I can't remember which one, but I, th- I think it's David well, because I think when we got down to the court, only yeah. your cards were, like, available. Available, yeah. Stuff. So this is a one of two, and Pisha has the other. So that's a rare treasure right there. But we each have a one of one Dante Marcatelli. That's so. true. <laughs> Maybe I should have got that one for rare treasures. My rare treasure, it's hard to compete with that rare yeah. treasure, my friend. Um, a moment that will live in time for this podcast infamy. Uh, it's Franz Wagner. It's a, rookie, it's a rookie card. Um, it's from the uh, Plates and Patches set. Uh, this is the red variant, and it's numbered to 149. It's number okay. 79 of 149. It's pretty which rare. Is the year I was born, so that's oh. cool for me. But uh, it's a cool card. It's rare. Uh, Franz Wagner rookie cards, they made a lot of them. So some of the base ones don't have a ton of value. So it's like, you have to get a variant. Mm-hmm. You have to get a numbered one for it to have any kind of value or anything like that. But you know, there's only 149 of these bad boys and uh, one is here. So, uh, it's, a, it qualifies for rare treasures and look, look at this man on the card. That's a rare treasure. They don't just have Franz Wagner's everywhere. Rare they have Moritz Wagner's, but we got case. him too. <laughs> All right, let's spin the wheel and get it a, f- a fourth category here. Last time, Pish, spin that wheel. Next no. to last time. I always do this. He loves to rush things. <laughs> here we go. Spin that wheel, Pish. Why? Just why? Uh, That's right. The 25th letter of the alphabet. Uh, Coming up big here with why, just why. This would be... You know what? I'm leaving this one open-ended because why just why? It could be a lot of things to it a lot of people. It could be a lot it's of things. It's usually based on something that's like a Big Baby Davis situation. Like, ooh, why did we get this guy? Why? Well, uh, or a Serge Ibaka situation. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, I had to scour the collection. I think I have purposefully not added much of this. I only have this one card of Serge Ibaka from the base like NBA hoops team sets that they put out. Okay. And man, this is just probably if you're like me out there, this is a day that lives in infamy in the lore of the Orlando Magic. Rob Hennigan just lighting the freaking thing on fire. We were going kind of in the right direction. We had some good pieces. And on draft night, we trade Victor Oladipo, who would go on to crush in Oklahoma City with Ursan Ilyasova, whatever that was a throw in, but also the rights to draft. Power forward, DeMontis Sabonis, mm-hmm. who, as we know, is now carrying the Kings along with De'Aaron Fox in the playoffs. Game seven happening just a moment. So, man, you could think about the future if you would have had those guys there. Tobias Harris, Victor Oladipo, DeMontis Sabonis. Um, soon yeah. thereafter, we got Aaron Gordon and um, Alfred Payton. I mean, 
names that don't jump off the screen, but that's a lot of talent. That should have been a playoff team, and instead it sent a, it cratered the franchise, and we're only just now kind of digging back out from that. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, if that team was successful, you know, we wouldn't be where we are now. And I don't think that team would have been successful on an NBA championship level. No. So I feel no, like sometimes not. tearing it down or taking those steps backwards to get to where we're going. But I understand the trauma in the time because that's a long span of time that that really kind of handicapped us. And honestly, Serge Ibaka, we needed Serge Ibaka I, that yeah, bad. Why? Like, what he was, was like the, the fourth player on that yeah, OKC I mean, he team. He was okay, but yeah. like... <laughs> I tried to talk myself into it at the time. I was like, he's going to be ready to <laughs> be a guy now. That's all you can now. do as a fan sometimes. Yeah, right? you have you to, right? Yeah. Stuff. Shit. What's the, what's the alternative? All right. For my why just why, I want to make sure that I'm. he knows that there's no slander going towards, I'm going to go ahead and say both these men. Okay. But my, my why just why is, why was this card made? <laughs> because we've got Heydu Turkaloo from our beloved Orlando Magic, and then you've got Bobby Simmons. From the Milwaukee Bucks, both autoed on the same card. What is the relationship between these two gentlemen? The only relationship I can conceivably think about between these two gentlemen is that Bobby Simmons played for the Bucks when I worked for the Bucks. Okay. And I really loved the Hadu Turkaloo and the Orlando Magic. <laughs> so is you. They're like, this hey. is the card that was designed for a person like me to buy. And this was also in that Vermont shop, sitting there probably for years, thinking, who the hell is ever going to want this? Me. That's who's going to want this. This is almost, it's almost a why just why and a rare treasure in the same one because it's a bananas card that they made. And I love it. I'm here for it. I love this card. That's a great fun. find, dude. That's a great find. All right, Peach, one more time. Let's spin that wheel. Ooh, shiny. Ooh, shiny. Ooh, shiny. Just is a category I just made up because. I love shiny cards. Have you got plenty of them to choose from and, nowadays. And nowadays they make a ton of shiny cards. I remember back yeah. in like the 90s, if you got a shiny card, you were it like, was. I am king. Put yeah. this in a screw down and leave it in there forever. <laughs> <laughs> but now they're all shiny, they're yeah. beautiful, and they're out all the time. And I don't know if this, if this qualifies them because this is the Flux series from Panini, mm -hmm. and all of these are kind of shiny. Yep. So I can't really tell if this is specially shiny or just regular shiny, but I love this shiny. It's a deja vu card, like a player comparison, and we've got Cole Anthony up top and Steve Francis down below. Steve Francis in the Orlando Magic gear, both two small scoring guards. Steve Francis mm -hmm. played well for the Orlando Magic. He was like our last guard to put up like 20 points a game from the perimeter, and ever since then it's been a little bit of a desert in terms of getting scoring from the from the guard position. But maybe Cole Anthony is growing into that. So I'm just trying to put that out into the, into the, uh, the sphere out there, the world, because a lot of talk in the Magic community, we need more shooting. Hey, Cole Anthony can be that guy. He can be that scoring punch. Deja vu, baby. Agreed. Uh, I mean, that's no Bobby Simmons, hey, do Turkaloo, but I mean, yeah, all right, two guys on a card, I guess. I guess. Uh, uh. My ooh shiny is one of my favorite subsets of all carddom. Mm -hmm. It is an upper deck dazzlers of Rupe Hints, Ghost Stars. What? Look at how green and shiny it is. I'll be making ice Hold for this on. man soon. Oh, no, we're not. No. This is an Orlando Magic show piece. You can't do this. All right, all right. But we'll see you soon, Rupe. Keep it going. <laughs> Go Stars. 
All right, what I've really got for Ushiny in the Magic Department <laughs> is I've got this. Go, it's not an Orlando Magic card, but it what? is Orlando Magic's beloved Goga Biadice. Okay. Or I'm saying his name wrong still, but I'm Who sorry. Knows? He's always Biadice to me. <laughs> uh, this is a numbered card. It's number three of 99. Oh, could be a rare so treasure Go- as well. Yeah, if Goga goes big, this will have super value. But Goga <laughs> really was a great addition to the team this year it seemed yep. like a throwaway roster fill spot but what a bright spot he was for the team and it might be you know a little while before we get a goga and a magic uniform card so want to give him some props here i found this also at the card shop in in, in vermont Jeez, and i think they're like who even is this dude and he's not even in an orlando magic uni so they don't know he's on the magic yeah probably just confused why i picked up two gogas yeah. while i was there one also has a piece of his jersey Ooh. From his days with the Pacers, so that's that's a nice pickup. I'm I very jealous of that uh, Vermont store experience you had. Yeah, Goga. We'll see. I, I'm I'm down to give him another go on the Goga merry go round, and hopefully that means we can get some Goga. This guy loves in. the merry go Yeah, I'm rocking with that metaphor today. All about it. I'm down to have him on the roster next year. I think, yeah. and hopefully that means we can get some cards of him in a Magic uniform for sure. So let us know what you think. What were your favorite cards that we pulled? Do you have any cards in your collection that you enjoy? You want to let us know? Send them over at court underscore cousins on the socials. Now we're going into the end of the show. Don't go anywhere. The large ending is coming up. But do want to shout out all of our all-stars and second cousins on the Patreon, helping to finance the show, helping us to get all this awesome gear with Peach doing the move. We're going to need to buy some different audio stuff to keep you sounding crispy, Peach. So the Patreons are a big help in doing that so we don't have to come all out of pocket for these investments. Shout out to Magic Player History, Bowl by the Dawn, It's Not Okay K to Say Okiki, Wiffle, Andy, Dylan Holden, Drum, Rafa Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Bernie Pichet back on the list. Gloria and Damien, Connor and Yachty. Don't know why I said Raf's name like that. That was weird. Rafael Perez. Thanks, Raf. And now, Peach, it's that time of the show. Mm. It's time for the large ending. You got the button ready? It's over here somewhere. Okay, well, here we go. Push that button, Peach. <laughs> All right, now that both of our brackets are destroyed and we both had the Bucks winning the championship, who do you got out of the East? Oh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah I got to go with Philly. Um, you know what? Now that there's no team that I like in the way, I'm totally cool with it being Philly's time. Let's go. Yeah, just because you would never select Boston. Let's go, Celtics. Yeah, never. Come on, C's. Hey, man. Yep. Have you ever been to Dallas? Never been to Dallas. But you seem pretty excited about the opportunity to come. Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I'm a Cowboys fan, a closeted Cowboys fan. So I will oh, be stay going. Stay tuned. There's some of that coming. I'll be going. Um, so, Peach. Ooh. Much is made about how you're a food connoisseur. You are often <laughs> cited in many food and wine journals as wow. an expert in fine dining. What's your favorite food you've had while in Connecticut? Is there this anything feels like an attack. Is <laughs> this feels like an attack because I know that we don't have the same sense of food enjoyment. Um, Will you miss any foods from Connecticut, though? Will I miss any foods from Connecticut? Well, in general, I do, even though I know that this is going to make you way too happy. I do enjoy pizza in this area, but mostly because it's like New York pizza. It's kind of not its own thing, like people from Connecticut will tell you. It's the best in the world. Connecticut pizza is just New York pizza they leave in the oven a little longer. <laughs> and it's either crispy or on the edge of burnt. But <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being straight up. I'm just being straight up. I know the nutmeg state's going to come for me yeah, on em. that one. But 
uh, the pizza options around here are very good. And uh, plentiful. Yeah, that, that's probably some of the best. And yeah. we were talking about it earlier, that little hot dog spot you got over there. Mm-hmm. That's a good joint. But I don't right. think I will miss the food as much as I will miss the people. Of course. Well, thank you. Uh, cow- speaking of your cowboys, their assistant coach, Chris Vaughn, got to draft his son, Deuce, the other day. Just okay. give him the call. Pretended like he had wow. lost his phone, and then hands him off to Jerry Jones. Is no this way. anything? I mean, yeah, you got you see the the camaraderie we have with the the, the Wagner brothers on the court in the Magic. I mean, why not? Why won't it just uh, translate to the football field hey, as well? More families in sports. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, Peach. Yep. For you, mm-hmm. you're going down to Dallas. What's like an over under on time you think until you wear cowboy boots? Hey, I don't know, man. I mean, first of all, it's hard to find a pair of cowboy boots in my size. Mm. Um, I've been told that you should get them made for you so that oh. it fits to you. Okay. Is my planner's fasciitis? I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be in a boot for anything other than maybe just a crazy photo shoot or maybe one boot scoop buggy on some particular evening. I do have the belt. Dude. I definitely can see myself getting into yeah, a square dance. Maybe not 10 gallon, but maybe eight gallon. You know, yeah. maybe a little you gotta start somewhere. You know, maybe at least four or five quarts. I don't yeah. know how they're doing the hats with the, with the, the liquids. Conversions. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about boots. I think that might be the last thing to get because boots are pricey, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're probably hundreds of dollars. Just a lot of cow has to die to come with these. You're freaking huge. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is the large ending of this, sh- this particular show, show uh-huh. 44. Yeah. But just want to make sure, this is not even a question for you, okay. that we let everybody know that it is not the ending of this show. No. We are going to continue to plow through. We're coming up with ideas for how we can do live streams during the season. You know, this this show started when mm-hmm. I lived in Boston and you lived here. So we yep. just kind of got to go back to that format. Back to the roots, baby. And find another way to keep connecting and do show uh, game wrap-ups and stuff like that when the season comes back. So Absolutely. I'm going somewhere, but this show ain't going anywhere. Amen, baby. And you're not going anywhere out there, Second Cousins. Thanks so much for sticking around with us during this show, for all the other shows that you've watched. We appreciate you spreading the word, all your kind words, feeding the algorithm in the comments. Thanks for clicking the like and subscribe. Happy birthday, Peach. Love you, man. Thanks, man. Love you, too. Thanks for coming, everybody. Peace out.